What's up, y'all? It's Drewski, and I've teamed up with Mountain Dew to produce a hilarious new basketball podcast called The Dew Zone with Drewski. Learn the backstories of your favorite ballers and celebrities like Jamal Murray. Did you have, like, a favorite team? Was it the Raptors at the time or no? Was the Raptors even started around that time? Come on, bro. I ain't that old, fam. <laughs> You're talking like I'm 50. Taylor Rooks, Asia Wilson, and many more. You won't want to miss this. Listen to The Do Zone with Drewski on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. in the house we're back baby episode nine episode nine yeah shooting a pop feeling fine feeling very fine feeling very good about that music very fine thank you very much Mm. getting funky in here yeah it's like wolfpack but with misspellings yep that's it (laughs) yeah dope misspellings they accidentally misspelled they're very curated thought about it's all just like letter a's without the line in the middle Mm -hmm. yeah that's how they spell it some umlauts in there Hell yeah. Guys, basketball is still going on. Oh, my you God. You know what? Damn it. The world may be burning, but basketball is it's on, on fire. fire. Basketball is so good. Yeah. It gets better every week. You every know day I wake up and I'm like, damn, it's not the All-Star break yet. I'm in heaven. Heaven. That's coming soon. I'm gonna. What are we doing for the All Star break? Oh, we got to go to the All Star game. Where is it? It's New in Orleans. New Orleans. <laughs> 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 we got to figure out how to get down there. Um, I will go to an All Star game before I die. I'm oh, down yeah. for that. I, for sure. I went to but I'm going to die soon, probably. <laughs> <laughs> so I need to figure this out. Uh, we can all go to Cleveland when it's there in two years. Okay. Is it really there the Cleveland plug? They're going to get, I saw a Bleacher Report headline. I was like, they're going to get one in the next like three or four years. I've been sure. waiting for him to come back to D.C., man. 97 was the last one in Cleveland. That Do you think LeBron bad. has been like lobbying for it? Yeah. Oh, come on. You know he is. You know also like what's going to happen with the Cavs is... LeBron is going to purchase the team while still playing for the Cleveland Cavaliers from Dan Gilbert. That is some, like, Will Ferrell, Tropic... What's that? Wait, what's that movie? Semi-Pro. Semi-Pro. Yeah. 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 Oh, it's Tropic yeah. Thunder. No, it's Tropic yeah. Thunder. Yeah, it's Tropic yeah, yeah, Thunder. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Will Ferrell. Remember him in Tropic Thunder? When he was yeah. in Blackface? Yeah. 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 It was great. Uh, speaking of LeBron James and lobbying, uh, he's been upset lately about the officiating. Uh, being... Oh, no. You know what? Everybody's been upset about the officiating, including the officials. Yeah. They... they there was a what Woj released that report saying that uh, the 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 officials union are basically like Mark Cuban is trying to kill us. Yes, Mark yeah. Cuban is like threatening all of our jobs, and we feel yeah. unsafe, and everyone fucking hates us, and everyone needs to chill. Yeah. Oh man, I mean, well, if half the refs weren't gambling on games, maybe, maybe everybody would back off if you weren't at the fucking craps table. But LeBron James, he's only averaging seven free throws a game. You could argue that he should probably be averaging 15, given the way that he's fouled all the time. Uh, but is it nice of him to like be publicly like, fuck the refs, the refs suck, especially at a time when the refs feel unsafe doing their jobs? I, I mean, this is a tough position for him to be in, and for me personally, obviously, because you guys don't like it when I complain or talk about the Cavs. You I know. mean, we pretend not to. We like it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, thanks, man. I really appreciate that. But, like, not too much. But man. also, that dude gets fucking hacked all the time, and it's not his fault that he's built yeah. like Iron Man in the treated, suit. He's getting treated like Shaq, as he should. Just, But if DeMar DeRozan can have 14 free throws a game, yeah, LeBron can have 10. Yeah, the, 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 
the problem is things are just not called the same in every game. Every game is like fucking snowflakes. And, it, and, and you know, in, in, like in, in liberal def- cucktard snowflakes. <laughs> in defense of Mark Cuban, not his antics, but look, I've been watching more Sixers games this year just because you are uh, a Sixers fan and your team is actually fun to watch this year. Guilty. And you're right. They don't get any calls ever. No, they, they get definitely, fouled. They get fouled on like every the possession. Refs definitely officiate them differently than they officiate the Warriors. Yeah, like, like they're not even officiating the same it's, rules against those two teams. It seems like this shit is based off feeling. You know, what feeling I'm saying? The, and we, the Wizards get fucked too. It's plenty because we got fucking fucks. gang members. We, you, you can't foul a gang member. Yeah, like what the fuck? Dude? Yeah, unless you're drawing blood, like yeah, you're yeah. you're gonna be fine. And if you're throwing blood, hey, you're, gonna be, <laughs> you're not, you're not getting, getting those calls. You're not getting that charge call. <laughs> When John Wall threw up the fucking bees, first thing I thought about was Jack Knight. And I texted him right away, like, yo, John just hit a game winner and threw up his set. And he was like, this is the only thing I ever want you to text me. <laughs> was that the nicest and funniest way for him to be like, I don't want to talk to you anymore? Yeah, and I loved it. I was like, you know, you got it, doggy. You'll hear from me in two months when it happens again. <laughs> I got a lot on my mind. Yeah. I'll put that glove on my mind. Yeah. I got a lot on my mind. Yeah. I'll put that none in your mind. Don't talk to me crazy. 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 Guys, speaking of the Sixers, uh, are they uh, the best team in the league all of a sudden? You know what? Oh, God. They're definitely not in the bottom 10. They're not. I mean, okay. They're... That's, and I feel like that's a big deal. Yeah, they're on a three game winning streak for the first time in like four years. Yeah, but that's. They it... won four of their last five. Joel Embiid is we can all agree is uh god uh in our new religion that we're starting yeah, sure we can all agree i'll be in a basketball <laughs> religion i have Absolutely. a poofy on so yeah. yeah we can agree he might he might uh i mean by the time this comes out he might be in the top three east all-star vote getters what's his minutes restriction looking like these days because i feel like he's playing all the time every time he's I still lose. averaging 24 he doesn't play more than like 26 or 27 so they basically just play him like six minutes in the first they basically play him like half of every quarter uh basically yeah um he'll they'll stay in longer in the fourth if if it's like a crunch time situation uh, is Okafor just out of the rotation completely Okafor has gotten four dnps in a row uh Coincidentally, or not so, the Sixers have won four Winning five. games, yeah. yeah. And Noel, yeah, they basically just swapped Noel for Okafor, yeah. and all of a sudden and the Noel ball moves good. around. I mean, the Sixers had like nine blocks yesterday. Against... Covington is actually like a real perimeter player, yeah. which is weird because you guys have not had like a perimeter player, and you're about to get Ben Simmons back. Yeah, and I think if if once Ben Simmons comes comes back, like the floor is going to be wide open, and Covington's like three-point percentage is going to skyrocket. Like so he's going to... It's, it's, I mean, the future is just looking so bright for the Sixers. I know. It's just and too he bad. loves anime, so that's my guy. Oh. Um, you boy. <laughs> yeah, Robert Covington. I was watching the game last night. Uh, the in arena feed did a little bit where it was Nerland's Noel and Robert Covington competed to see who can name the most superheroes in 30 seconds. And the first four characters that Robert Covington named were Dragon Ball Z characters. <laughs> that is what the fuck I'm talking about. Yes. Nerd yeah. alert, yeah. baby. As the CEO of BlackAnime.org, <laughs> I love it. Yes. Yeah. I don't know. But, I mean, does that count as superheroes? 
Yeah, they're super. <laughs> but are they heroes? Super I don't Saiyans. know. I can only, I don't know if they can. You can did call they, them heroes because honestly, did, did you get like the ding? Did he get credit for those? Yeah, he got. He got four. <laughs> so that was definitely like someone like who was like running the like in-game entertainment was like, I don't know who those are, so we should just give them credit. Yeah. Well, they, no, they, they flash pictures of each. Oh, they did? Yeah, so like, they had to Google the names. And they probably, like, afterwards, like, so Robert, you mentioned um, Goku, and uh, <laughs> what the fuck is that? <laughs> yeah. Just, uh, yeah, what? What is Goku? Yeah. I will admit, I'm not, they are super, but I'm not sure they're heroes. The Dragon Ball Z universe is very convoluted. And are they anti-heroes? Yeah, it doesn't really seem like they're doing anything to like, they, I think to they help anyone else. Yeah, they save the world every now and again, but really they're just like, it's just fist fights. Uh, so, okay, Robert Covington, who, who are, who is like the starting five of anime? The best anime? The be- or like, like lovers of anime? Tim Duncan, number one. Tim yeah. Duncan is Tim your Duncan starting is the biggest center. Anime Tim Duncan fan is in probably like the is like the Joe Embiid god of the anime NBA religion, but he's not in there anymore. So I think we should like. Oh, put we him want on current players. Want, like, oh, current, you don't. Oh, current. Okay, you think he's not hosting like Akira screenings? He is, but he's just not in the starting five. He's yeah, like the right, coach. Yeah. The yeah, god. You want current? You want? Okay, so he's a coach. he's Bill Russell. Yeah, he's yeah. the Bill Russell slash Greg Popovich of the anime the, starting uh, five. Uh, the anime team. Is so Spencer coach? Hall's still playing. Because Spencer yeah. Halls is probably an anime. Yeah, for yeah sure. but he's like super Republican nah, too, yeah. isn't he? So he's yeah, not... but I'm thinking that he's like, uh, what's what's the anime porn called? Uh, oh, like uh, oh, hentai. Yeah. hentai. He's super into hentai. He hates well, Asian people but loves hentai. Yeah. That's what I think about Spencer Halls. Yeah. yeah, Spencer Halls. Okay, so he's the starting center. No, he's yeah. not on the team. I mean, it needs to be like an appreciation the way like Jamel like nerd like nerds the fuck out like, when he hears that enjoys... Robert Covington does you like You can't just Ball reject a starter because you don't agree with their politics. Yeah, that's true. Yes, I can. You got it. I mean, you know, buckets is my anime top okay, five right. you did, you did so who you got then? Tell yeah. me your top five then. Ah, oh, man. Well, is Robert right. Covington? Look, wait, well, Cubs well, got to be in there now. I mean, he's he's the reason we're here, so I yeah. got to put him in there. Yeah. Who else? Who else? Uh, I bet CJ McCollum for sure. Oh, that yeah. That dude has great, an NPR show, choice. carries a backpack everywhere. You know that yeah. dude was like drawing fucking like yeah. Dragon Ball Z characters in like all of his yeah, notebooks. Sakura and, like, Sakura Bates. High. Yeah, he was. Um, okay, uh, who else? Who else? Who else? I'd say Sheldon McClellan. Sheldon McClellan? Yeah, uh, Wizards okay. backup shooting guard Sheldon McClellan. He the, just seems low-key enough to like anime. Wait, I know There's a lot someone of on the Wizards named Sheldon McClellan? Oh, and he's been hooping lately. Sheldon's my guy. And that guy looks like he likes anime. Yeah, his <laughs> yeah, name's Sheldon, like you know what I'm saying? He's got kind yeah. of a small head. He actually looks like a dude that I went to high school with who would wear the, like, the silk the button anime silk button down. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to him yeah. for having four L's in his name. <laughs> yeah. Sheldon. McCoy. And that's how many like lost shares he has also <laughs> this season. <laughs> Sheldon, I mean, you know, uh, I don't know his numbers, but he definitely hit some clutch uh, buckets in Boston. I don't think anyone knows his numbers. Yeah, I, don't I, don't think, I, don't, I mean, I don't think anyone knew he was a player until yeah. he brought him Sheldon's up. on the rise. Okay, and so Sheldon loves, is, your, is yeah. your starting point guard. <laughs> Yeah, CJ's number two. Covington three. three. Aaron Baines. Do you think Aaron Baines likes anime? So do you just like want to put a white dude in there so that you? you No, I'm just thinking of the fucking nerdy ass white dudes that probably like anime and Spencer Hall and Aaron Baines are the ones that I think. But Aaron Baines does not like with that haircut. Does not make me think anime. It makes me think. I got a lot of friends who like anime with that haircut. Really? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It makes me think like a little. All right. He probably wears big ass jeans on his off days. Aaron Baines, all right. Well, I mean, it's your it's your it's your starting five. Hey, but man, I, I gotta say, I we gotta we gotta wrap it up eventually. <laughs> well, Aaron, Aaron Baines and uh, fill in the blank later. Yeah, that's yeah. it. That's all I got. Uh, what did you guys talk most about <laughs> <laughs> on your basketball podcast today? Uh, anime, <laughs> oh, anime. 
Uh, uh, can, we ju- can we jump back to uh, the fight? The, well, it wasn't really a fight. Just when John... Uh, John Wall? Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, yeah, we talked about my team. We talked about Peter's team. So let's talk about the Wizards. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> Jesus. Celtics beat the Wizards the other night, 117-108. to 108. Which hurt. Afterwards, Jay Crowder and John Wall had a, had a, a little moment. A little where tiff. Jay Crowder booped John Wall in the nose. John Wall was like, fuck out of here and slapped him. Immediately. Yeah. Immediately. It was beautiful. And he slapped yeah. him in a way, too, where it was like, I'm slapping you, and you know I could have slapped you so much harder. Yeah, it was but yeah. the perfect it, amount of pressure. It was. Yeah. It was like, and the perfect amount of like, I won this, and we're also, we also know that we're not going to fight because we make our money with our hands. Yeah. Well, then, uh, uh, like, afterwards, apparently, cops had to be called because there was an altercation in the tunnel between, like, the two locker rooms. Uh, I don't know what happened. That was just a report I read. Really? Yeah. Okay. That's beautiful. Yeah. It seems like Boston, D.C. is turning into, like, if these two teams meet in the playoffs, it's going to be a fight. Well, this yeah. is New York, Miami. No one's going to get into it with the Cavs because I feel like there's a psychological thing of just, like, well, that's not going to happen. So yeah, like LeBron Toronto, won't allow it. He's the king of basketball. Yeah, he won't so, allow it. Like, so Toronto, Washington, Boston. The Boston, Charlotte is not in the. Like, yeah, I don't think it's the edge to get like scrapped. Yeah, no. no, I watched the Sixers beat Charlotte last night. They're bitches. <laughs> they're bitches. The Charlotte yeah. is like they're really good, but they're also bitches. But that's yeah, like the good thing that that the Wizards have is you have John Wall's attitude. For better or for worse, he carries the team and is like, "Fuck yeah. you, I'm a star. I can have seven steals and thirty points anytime I want." Yeah, and like, that we we win. We we've had like a lot. of I think we lead the league in comebacks. Probably because of just a hood mentality. Yeah, and Charlotte's like got Kemba Walker, who seems so nice, <laughs> so adorable, and Nicholas Batum, who couldn't give a shit about anything at all. Like just like the like like the the mentality of those players are not going to carry them far no. enough to do anything. I wonder or where to like get in fights with people. I was wondering where it starts. I also. I'm pretty sure Isaiah Thomas is directly involved as well because when he hit the final, like, he put the last nail in the coffin. We were down, like, seven or something, and then he hits a bucket to go up nine, and he called somebody a bitch on the way back down the court. And then the game just ended, then that, and then the fight in the tunnel. It's beautiful. And then I saw Kelly Oubre. He, like, a little, maybe it was a subtweet, but he, like, uh, he put up one of those NBA vote tweets for uh, Beal and John Wall, and it was just, like, NBA vote the gang, Bradley Beal, John Wall. And I was like, I don't know if Beal's a gang member. He thinks he thanks the Lord every every post game, but you don't think there are religious gang members? That's true. Lowercase T across my chest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they do they do like the Lord. You're right. So you think Ubre was subtweeting his own teammates? Just- well, just maybe acknowledging that there was a fight. Maybe acknowledging that they, they might have jumped somebody. Who knows? I wish I was in that tunnel so bad. Um, I'm looking at the tweet right now, and I didn't realize it until just now, but uh, Bradley Beal's Twitter name is RealDealBeal23. That dude is not in a gang. That's so, <laughs> yeah. that's so fucking right? corny. and Corny as hell. <laughs> that ain't gang shit at all. <laughs> no. Real deal, Beal. Um, your, your gang rep is going to have questions. Like, <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, who would? I mean, we we haven't. Who would win in a fight? Jay Crowder or John Wall? I think Jay Wall. Crowder is insane, though. But he's got those dreads, which don't help you in a fight. That's true. I'm yanking the fuck out of your. Unless dreads. it's if like Street you, Fighter, and you can like use it like a weapon. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, he has like such size on Wall, though. Like, but that such don't matter size. if you got hands. If, the, if especially considering that. I'm assuming both of those guys aren't like properly trained in boxing. No. Then you know hands is 
hands are just hands. Size means nothing. I don't know. Not no. always. No. Yeah. If it goes to the ground, then like Jay Crowder is going to get the advantage. Yeah, that's true. But I don't, I, I get, I'm giving my man a wall the nod. I think Crowder has less to lose, which makes him more dangerous in a fight between the two of them. Uh, I don't know, man. John Wall's throwing up <laughs> he's already set. Like he's, he's throwing up sets. He's, well, yeah. here's the thing about it. Jay, Jay Crowder's getting jumped. Oh. It would never be a one-on-one fight. That's true. That's true. Okay, We'd so John Wall... Him. Plus four wins. (laughs) (laughs) Every time. Uh, Guys, before before we we wrap it up and go to our guest, can we uh, talk about America's super team, the New York Knicks? Oh, Los Knicks. They are plummeting. They are America right now. It's pretty nice. I was so happy for them, man. I saw, I guess, like right before Christmas, they looked all right. They, they played like a great game. Three or four games above 500, like the five seed. Yeah, Melo's throwing Porzingis assists for like yeah. threes for the, for like wins. It was not long ago that people were like, the Knicks are actually like pretty I think good. it was us on this podcast at some point. Yeah, it probably was all three of us. I mean, it wasn't just us. We have to get steal our ideas from somewhere. Yeah, from all the <laughs> other basketball podcasts that yeah. we listen yeah. to and then just regurgitate yeah. on the show. But like then suddenly Derrick Rose disappears. They win nine or they lose nine out of 11. Never forget. And like, always remember. Suddenly, everyone's just like, they're trash. It's, they're bad. Well, Noah's hurt, obviously. I mean, he's uh, like, he's going to have. You can say that at any point in his yeah, career. Well, now, but true. he's like, yeah, he can like, barely lift it, like, his, arm, his arm over his sh- shoulder. Oh, but he's, just, he's been playing hurt? Yeah, he's been playing hurt. Ugh. Rose is exactly who he's been this whole time, which is someone who does not pass the ball and thinks that he's still the MVP of the league and is a, a pill to fucking deal with. He's like if if Iverson was an asshole and not liked by his teammates, like and less and like alarmingly less talented, just completely unwilling to change or develop his game uh, at all. And he's also a prick. Yeah, he seems like an absolute total prick. And also, George Carl book aside, like Mello has been what he's been for the last like seven or eight years, and that's just like it. You know, yeah. like like you can't like Mello's game is always. You're, you're told that it's way more impressive than it looks like every time you see him play. Maybe he'll pop off for like 28 or 30 points, but he's not helping other people get better. He's not helping you on yeah, defense, it's like, really. That's what it, he's yeah. not rim protection. Like He I is just like apathy. He, he did all the things. I saw one game he did everything right, and then it just kind of just, just fizzles away. It feels like a lot of times when he's having those games where he does everything right, then like they the, still Knicks, lose. the Knicks lose. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they played amazing in one of those games. They had those that back to back against Milwaukee. We had like two really good games against the Bucks. It was uh, like he played so well, and they still lost. Uh, <sighs> did you guys hear about this trade rumor? What it is? Rumors going around: Carmelo Anthony might be willing to waive uh, his no trade clause to go where to be a part of a three team deal involving Cavs, Celtics, and Kevin Love. Oh my god! Really. That was that's just what a report that I read this morning. So love goes to the Celtics. Uh, details unclear, Cavs, and then they get like a Brooklyn pick or something. I guess so. Yeah, Celtics would have to give their Brooklyn pick to someone. Well, it's not going to be the Cavs. I mean, I can't I mean, yeah, imagine. That just makes no sense. But nothing that happens makes sense anymore. I, so. I mean, I guess if LeBron really wants to hook Melo up, but that seems like a pretty you know lateral move for. Especially when Kevin Love is playing, is going to be probably starting in the All Star game this year. Kevin Love is the better player than Carmelo right now this season. Right, last season that probably was flipped. Last probably season off rebounds probably about, Yeah, but also yeah, his like defensive presence, the way that he like look, 
you can make fun of Kevin Love for defense, but he has played like he he, he tries. You know what I mean? You can't really say that about Melo all the time. Yeah, we all watched the the Sixers uh, beat the Knicks when uh, TJ Maxx discount point guard hit a game winner over a non outstretched Carmelo. Yeah. yeah. He like, he like almost like couldn't believe he was so open like six feet from the hoop. Cause Melo just decided not to close out on him. Yeah. That's someone half his size. Just, just raise his hand. So I did just yeah. raise his hand. Like he was trying to answer a question. Yeah. Ridiculous. <laughs> it would be, I mean, Kevin, Kevin Love gets you a block here and there. He's probably yeah. averaging like 0.75 blocks, right? Uh, he definitely does. And he's like, he's put that weight back on. He'd be like, he gets down there in those boards, man. He's averaging like 11 boards a game. I won't believe in him fully until he shaves the head again. That's Kevin fair. Love? Yeah. Last, got, oh, go ahead. No, you go. I was going to say last thing I wanted to talk about before we got to our guest was uh, the Clippers are truly the Shakespearean tragedy that keeps on giving. This, this NBA season has been fantastic, and the West is so cool, and the Rockets are amazing, and the Grizzlies are like playing way better than anyone thought. And you know what's going to fucking happen? The Clippers and the Grizzlies are gonna meet in the first round of the playoffs. Like it's they do, be a good series. like they have, like this is like the bane of their existence is they like get they have beaten every up. year yeah. for all of existence. For all of existence, it's oh here we go. Except for last season in Clip- Portland, yeah. yeah, but then then they lost. But how, I mean, I can't believe they're gonna have to grind through another Grizzly series. And I don't know if they'll beat the Grizzlies in the playoffs. Grizzlies like there's a real good chance good. the Clippers exit stage left. Uh, in the first round of the playoffs this year. Do Blake and Chris both exit if that happens? I don't know what's going to happen, but if they're not playing the Grizzlies, they're going to be playing the Utah Jazz. Like, like they're going to be playing, like, I mean, I just, yeah. I, uh, I, it's it's pretty farcical to me, that, or not farcical, but just funny that, like, they're still going to be, like, all this hype, this is the last run, and they're still going to just, like, be okay. Be okay and probably not make it to the Western Conference. <laughs> I mean, the West is too much to deal with. And I, it's the West is so consistently hard to get out of, it makes me think changing the playoff format is like a good idea. You know, take top best 16 teams. Just say fuck it. You mix it up? Yeah. But then make like it harder. The top 12 will just be all West teams. Yeah. Just make yeah. it just because just, the, there's always a couple teams that deserve uh, a slot. You know, that don't get in. They won't do it for TV ratings. They need that East Coast. Yeah, those East Coast elite bucks. Yeah. That's real. Well, yeah, fucking East Coast elite liberal motherfuckers. Liberal liberal East Coast boogie boarding elite. (laughs) Boogie boarding elite. I want to be part of that elite. That's my my boogie boarding team. All right, guys, let's uh, let's take a break, and then we'll be right back with our guest, Casey Faye. Last night took an L, but tonight I bounce back. Wake up every morning, by the night I count stacks. Knew that ass was real when I hit it, bounce back. You ain't getting checks. Last night took an L, but tonight I bounce back. Boy, I've been broke as hell, catch the check and bounce back. D-Town LAX, every week I bounce back. Whoa, if you a real one, then you know how to bounce back. Hey guys, Airbuds here. We wanted to give a shout out to our very first exclusive sponsor of the show. Badow! Uh, flashback located on Melrose Avenue in lovely Los Angeles, California. If you're a fan of a basketball lifestyle podcast, you might be interested in a sports fashion store. What kind of clothes do they have at Flashback, Jamel? They got every throwback you can imagine. 
I seen a goddamn authentic Sean Kemp in there with the <sighs> corresponding warm up to match. Wow. They got Philly Sir Charles uh windbreakers, you know what I mean? They've got the actual jersey worn uh in Joanna Man. They what? have Joanna's Mans. <laughs> wow. They got everything. So guys, if you're looking for just absolutely ridiculous, beautiful yeah. NBA throwback gear, if check out need, Flashback. If you need to embarrass a hype beast friend of yours, you need to get your hands on some paper real quick to uh, shit on somebody at like a wedding party or something. Flashback. 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 Flash your ass back, baby. Check it out. It's on Melrose. If you hit the Urban Outfitters, you've gone too far. There you go. All right, guys, welcome back to Airbuds. Oh, man, do we have a great guest for you today. He is uh, a UCB mainstay. Can I call oh. you that? Uh, sure, why not? All yeah. right. He's, he's, you've seen him on like sketch teams and improv teams like Hip Hop Penguin, uh, Cream. You see him on the internet. You see him on every commercial for every major brand that's ever existed <laughs> in the history of time. Warm welcome to Casey Faye. Thanks for having me, guys. Thank you for doing the show. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you many so thanks. Talk, Decided to talk hoops. Yeah, man. Real hoops head. Real hardwood. You are. <laughs> it sounds like you're trying to convince us. You sound like, like an alien. Never met ba- you've never <laughs> seen a basketball game before. Yeah. It's like how my mom talks about, oh, you're going to go shoot hoopies? That's what she always says. <laughs> shoot, shoot hoopies outside? She's you're Australian. Take the uh, leather ball your, and your mom is Australian. Hoopie? Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. Were you born in, born in the U.S.? Born in the U.S., yeah. Where in Australia is she from? The West Coast. Perth? Uh, that area, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where all our family is. Is there like a Tupac Australian equivalent of West Coast? Oh, <laughs> for a while I was like, what are we talking about? Uh, <laughs> n- no, not really. No, West Coast is like pretty, uh, well, I guess all of Australia. Like you're, everyone's five miles from the beach. So it's like the Orange County everywhere you go. Every, that's my description of Australia. It's like the OC. True. And also with that like Orange County hint of racism everywhere oh, you yeah, go. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Oh, yeah. For yeah, sure. homophobia, a little bit of everything. Nice. nice. Yeah. Go, go vacation. Is there so, like a, you're is steeped it- in hatred. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to ask, is there like a South Central where it's all Aborigines? <laughs> I think that's just the middle. Yeah, it's just the, middle. Middle. the entire middle. I think that's the whole middle. middle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, you can't come to the okay. coast. <laughs> stay in the middle. Um, but no, you're, you're a Wolves fan. I'm a Minnesota Timberwolves fan. Pretty big time. How did that happen? Uh, well, I grew up in Minnesota, so that's a big oh, part uh, of it. Uh, and, that's and, a gimme. Yeah, yeah. Mm. We, we didn't have a team for my early childhood, but then we got it when I was pretty young. I remember seeing uh, first season we played some games in the metrodome i think first two seasons i remember going to a game in the in our old baseball football stadium the metrodome when did they become a team what oh boy i wonder probably uh, late 80s right early yeah, 80s. late 80s early 90s, 90s yeah like yeah. 90 like 89 like, yeah did they come in with another team did they were they in with the magic and heat i'm Is pretty that? sure they're in with either just the magic the heat are that young the heat are pretty young yeah and timberwolves have you know never even gone to uh, like the finals or anything. So. Timberwolves are eighty nine. Yep. However, West I think final. the I think Miami is older than that. A Where, little bit. Weren't they an ABA team? Oh, no. oh, the Floridians. <laughs> they might be connected to that. that oh no, they're eighty eight as an okay. expansion team. Wow, they are younger than I thought. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fuck them for having so success. many championships and yeah. success. Yeah. Fuck them for having a good office, like a good... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's all it takes. They basically Fuck them got... because they're Florida. <laughs> yeah, well, they just got like Pat Riley to be like, hey, you can retire and still win championships down here. And there's no taxes, right, for the yeah. players? Yeah. That's all you have to say to yeah. like mad irresponsible like millionaires yeah yeah no taxes we'll no save taxes you like two million dollars a year if you stay here and you're like i can buy like four cars with that yeah, you yeah. can give yeah. your friends two more cars 
But you're a Wolves fan. Wolves fan, yes. Uh, since 1989. Since, yeah. Since, yeah, since they originated. Uh, they used to have the <coughs> training camp in my hometown, I remember. So I used to go get, like, autographs. So I remember, like, J.R. Ryder, like, oh, running oh, away from yes. everybody. I remember... Uh, <laughs> Luke Longley, because he was Australian and was also our number our number one pick one year. I like wrote him a letter about my mom's being Australian and got an <laughs> autographed picture of uh, his card. If anyone, if that's worth any money, that's pretty hard actually. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, I've been a fan since way back. Although I did take a pretty, I took like probably five years off or four years off uh, during some of those Kevin Love years, and then I jumped back on. Was it just when we drafted Wiggins? Like sadness from Garnett leaving? Uh, yeah, it was a little bit. I think it's also just like. Like we we can't figure this out. Like we're not gonna. We always are bad. We're just gonna always be bad. Yeah. Uh, and I didn't really understand any of the moves that they were making, and the teams weren't fun to watch. Like I'm fine with like the past two years. We even this year, you know, I, I we've been kind of a bad team, but a fun bad team to watch. And for years, we were just like a bad team that also wasn't fun to watch. And so then I just kind of became a fan of individual players and would just like cheer for like Dirk Nowitzki to win one or whatever. Well. Your team is bad this year. Yeah, they were supposed to be good. People were yeah. saying there was going to be they were going to make the jump to playoff team, and now what? They're sitting at like fourteen and twenty six. I think they're yeah. still only like what three games out of that eight spot. Yeah, the eight spot in the West is wide open. It's like the eight spot in the West is like a East. Eastern yeah, I didn't expect that. Like, yeah, playoff team basically. Yeah, like, sub oh, yeah, five hundred playoff team. I yeah. didn't know. I didn't know Real the West was doing that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think they were a little overhyped because I think they were like the cool like uh, team that's going to make the big jump. You know, thing that every sports article has to do at the preseason. Uh, and then also they 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 played bad, but um, <laughs> I mean, and then you know that's part of it. Uh, but they've this is the first year that I've watched them in a long time where like they've been in every game. They've just lost it like. But at the beginning of the season, Wiggins like missed some fourth quarter free throws that they lost a game. Then Rubio wasn't shooting. Then you know all these different things happened. But now they won three in a row, and they seem like they're figuring it out. Hopefully, uh, but I, I actually kind of like it a little bit. I was I would have been worried if they would have got those three together or the young team together, and it just like instantly worked for them. I think that could have hurt them a long time. So I'm kind of excited that like it wasn't easy, and they kind of are having to figure it out to win games mm-hmm. and then hopefully that'll help. Now the the worry is if they lose so many games that then they start turning against each other and then they got to be traded away and it doesn't work. I feel that it's a very delicate balance because yeah. if the team's too good, you know they're breaking up. Right. Yeah. It's just you Oklahoma. Have, you have to suck in a way that's like positive. Yeah. yeah. I think you guys and Philly this year have been sucking in a way where it's like, <laughs> hey, we're in the fourth quarter. Oh, we lost. Yeah. But like we did play a good game and like there was flashes of. Yeah. We don't know how to close a game, but right. we can play with anybody and, and be up. And yeah, yeah. Sixers uh, just won four of the last five, by the way. Yeah, yeah. no, the Sixers so, are on fire. Yeah, yeah. killing it on Vine. And they had, yeah, Embiid <laughs> his his entrance. They showed it. Uh, someone showed it to me where it's like uh, they well they call him the process when they introduce him to Joel the process Embiid, and he he comes running out and he spits water out of his mouth. Yeah, <laughs> Yo, I hope in there is like highlight reel is just him doing like post moves on that white guy with the pad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. They should put that on the jumbo strand. Yeah. It just turned out that like. You you are so much funnier when you're an all star caliber talent. Yeah, yeah. He's a like, guy who seems to get it. He seems to get. The, he's so yeah. I think I've, he's always been funny, but it's just been like yeah, it was like annoying to be like, why? Like, don't be fucking funny. Like you're you right. haven't played in two years. Foot's broken. Yeah, yeah I think the yeah Sixers fans weren't in a place to laugh. Where now it's yeah. like, oh, you can kick ass on the floor. Oh, then yeah, be funny as hell. Do whatever you want. How long until he tries stand up? 
Oh man, the next time he's in LA, I bet. Uh, yeah, it's the first like, time someone asks him. Yeah. <laughs> Probably someone has a hookup. Yeah, so, do you think Blake Griffin is feeling super threatened in his <laughs> hold of the, co- the old comedy scene? For yeah. me, like, no, because I think uh, Embiid's accent is going to keep him from like being a hit with like the white alt comedy scene. <laughs> like Blake and Blake sounds American, right? And white right as hell. There. Let's call yeah. it what it is. He sounds like a white guy. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. He can do, he'll do yeah. well at stories. You yeah. know what I'm saying? He went to Oklahoma. Yeah, yeah. That's a pretty white area. So Mike and I argue sometimes that Zach Levine mm-hmm. is not. Mike doesn't believe that Zach Levine helps your team at all. Okay. And I believe that Zach Levine is the truth, the light, and the way. Yeah. Wow. Really? Yeah. yeah he's on you my turned the corner because I feel like a little while we could go on. We could he's pull up some highlights of just calling him trash. Well, he's on my fantasy team, so it's like a very love hate relationship oh, in terms yeah. of. But like, just that he's a like uh, we argue if he's like a core, like truly like a core member of this team, him, right? Because even uh, was recording this on Saturday, but last night he was out, and sometimes the ball moves a little bit better when he's not in there. Yeah, I think he's he's a black hole. Like he, uh, his usage rate is like right up there with. Car Anthony Towns and Wiggins, mm-hmm. um, but like Wiggins and Towns are just clearly better players, and I feel like if there was a guard that facilitated more rather than drove every time or yeah. pulled up for a, a not so great shot, and Levine shoots well, right? But like, or okay, uh, about as good as Wiggins, uh, but. I just feel like he's a black hole for the ball. But uh, yeah, I would I would continue to build around him and keep him part of that court just because every year he's gotten so much better. Yeah, and like even like ha- even like last year, like Sam Mitchell wasn't playing him, and then he went to like the All Star game and like won the dunk contest, won the MVP of the freshman sophomore, and then like had to play him just because he was like kind of became a star in the All Star game, and then he just blew up in the second half, and then I've seen him in- increase everything from there. The tough thing to read about some of that stuff is like I never know. Like, I agree with you. There is something to maybe being a pass uh, guard in that team because it might be easier to get, like, a two-option team as opposed to three options. I think that's why we lose some games is because they don't know who's hot. They don't know who to go to. It's not as... uh, It's also asking a lot of them to kind of have, like, the ball movement of a really, like, experienced, like, Spurs or Calves or, like, it's it's just... The ball's going to get stuck when everyone's 21 years old and improve themselves. I also think it's tough because you have Rubio as your point guard. So it's like, I don't know if you want another pass guard maybe you do uh but i just i I, think you need to upgrade at rubio also yeah i could i i like rubio especially recently he's been playing great i'm for getting rid of him or ideally for me playing him as the backup Uh, my biggest thing is i love our third string point guard uh tyus jones uh he's like a minnesota guy chris dunn fan uh uh, maybe who knows but i like Tyus Jones was like a Minnesota dude, won state championships, went to Duke, won state, won the national title, was the um, most valuable player of that Final Four, sat our bench. Summer League won the, the Summer League MVP. Who knows what that means? But then every game he's been in this year, he's and he's played in like, oh, like I don't know, six really games. Uh, and he just he leads them and they win and he, like he played the whole fourth of all of our win streaks. And every time it happens, you're like, oh well, now he's got to play him more because he. But he never does. He just sits on the bench for like eight more games. And so I, my big thing for trading Rubio is just I think let just, I want to see how good he is because maybe he's not good. I don't know. But um, he's on our bench. I just want to see it done. It's kind of the same player as Rubio to me. He can't really shoot the three, and he's a pass-first thing. So when they come in off each other, it seems like we're not showing the defense anything different. Right. Um, they can always sag off, basically. You're yeah. kind of always playing four and yeah. five. And so they're both – and, and Don and Rubio are both getting a little bit better to look for their shot, which helps everything. But, um, yeah, so I would uh, – 
I would be fine making a trade or getting. I don't. I don't know if anyone wants Rubio, but uh, but my my thing with Rubio is he, he's, I think the Sixers could use Rubio. Yeah, Sixers yeah, could take anybody. Definitely. Yeah, <laughs> they'll take all the point guards. Yeah, I mean that's what they're missing is just a decent guard mm-hmm. like going forward, like other than T.J. Max McConnell. Yeah, oh, T.J. Max, Max. <laughs> win a game winning two like yeah. uh, buried him last night yeah. and the game winning shot against the Knicks. Remember like when you really loved Matthew Dellavedova and whoa, it turns out he's whoa. not good. That's excuse me, that is a present tense. <laughs> oh, you still love him? Yes. Yeah. Did he get usurped by a rookie? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> but you know, still signed a forty five million dollar contract. He's he's. Uh, the like, thing I like most about him is that he's he a con is, man that, oh, <laughs> that somehow oh, stole forty five million dollars. So, oh boy. Oh, you have to back him up. Yeah, you have to back him up. You have to defend him. That's true. He, he, oh, you, he shut down Curry in the finals. We almost won. He was a human crease. The How human the fuck cramp. did we get to Della Vadova? <laughs> here we are. Uh, it doesn't take are. long. It doesn't take long for you. He does it. Six degrees of, of calves. Yeah, I went Rubio <laughs> to McConnell to Delavadova. All the same basic player, basically. Yeah. Except Delavadova is those two yeah. players, but he also tackles people. <laughs> Violent Aussie rules. Yeah. Yeah, Aussie right. rules, yeah. baby. Mm-hmm. I, I forgot what the fuck I was going to say. I was talking to a guy. I was talking to my man, Dante Chang, mm-hmm. and he was telling me Levine is better than Wiggins. He I, was like adamant. I think so. I, uh, or upside, was, I think. It may have, yeah. But they're he was saying players. the opposite of Benner, right. that, that Wiggins is the black hole. You know what I'm saying? And he'll hold the ball. Yeah, the tough thing with Wiggins is, like, uh, he's the opposite of clutch. So, like, fourth qu- end of fourth <laughs> quarter games, like, they've been trying to run plays for him, and it's terrible because he, all he's going to do is drive. And by the fourth quarter, whoever's playing Rubio but knows now just to not play Rubio. Uh, so you have the second guy in there. So he charges a lot. He loses the ball. And if he does get fouled, he's been missing a lot of fourth quarter free throws. So I actually like fourth quarter – the offense running through uh, Levine for that exact reason. He can create a shot better. He shoots threes better. Uh, and it's not always just a drive. Um, uh, so His shot has gotten last year so – it, it It's, like, really alarming yeah, and every how year much his shot's improved. Keeps impro- and, like, Wiggins improved his a fair amount too beginning of the season. It was, he was really hitting. But now it feels more like what it will be. I mean, Wiggins is shooting a fairly – like a marginally better – Shooting percentage. And yeah. He's averaging. He's the team leader in points. There was like an advanced By like stats. A half a point. I feel like Levine's pretty close to him, right? Yeah. How, how like far a, off? Are his advanced stats know. suck. Yeah, they're all right around twenty points a game oh, at yeah. one point. Levine was the lead. Was leading uh, the team, but then I think Wiggins didn't make like the top twenty or whatever NBA All Star votes, and so he came out and had like a forty-one point game or something. So then now he's the leader. It's also um, the, I think the thing that no one saw coming with your team is like Tom Thibodeau's trying to teach a bunch of literal AAU kids how to play defense. Yeah, which is. No one's fault, right. but like the system itself. <laughs> oh, it's the it's the AAU's I mean, yes, fault. it's, it's AAU's yeah. fault. But like you know, for like all those guys who have spent their entire career focusing on like their offensive game to yeah. get drafted to like just you know shine, like it's um, and to now like or just numbers, like what, because they, I mean these, this team they do lose truly by like four points almost all the time. So one or two possessions is yeah. so huge, and they'll one or two possessions a game they'll be fighting over for a rebound because they want that stat. Like, sure. you know, Towns knows he's got a double-double thing going. Like, Shabazz Muhammad's c- came off the bench playing terrible, so he's like, I got to get rebounds to validate playing. Uh, and so you'll see they'll just bump into each other, and they'll be like, I got it, I got it, no, I got it, and it'll go out of bounds. And it just feels like they, from that AAU of, like, I got to get those numbers, those yeah. numbers validate that I'm a winner, those numbers. Uh, and so I think that's a hard concept for all those guys to try to put together as well. 
How long do you think Tibbs will hang in there? I was about to say, yeah, how is the Thibodeau experience? How yeah. do you think he's doing? Yeah, I don't think he's going anywhere because he's got everything. He's like the GM coach. Yeah, like, this is a young team. They're ready. Yeah, no how, do you, how do you think he's going to keep them together? He's like an old white guy. You're yeah. dealing with like a bunch of youthful millennials. Right, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think from our from our our like play by play announcement stuff, he's like, all these guys come from great families. <laughs> uh, <laughs> George Carlin. That's the what? most Minnesota, yeah, 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 so yeah. Minnesota. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, so I think it truly is like if we can get those guys to believe in each other, which I think they do. You know, like the like they all say all the right stuff in the interviews. Um, uh, like Towns always talks about turning around the franchise so much so that I think he's like. I think why we lost some games at the beginning of the year was he was trying to like turn around the franchise with like a single shot. Yeah. Like, every, like I saw him sometimes taking threes, like this will turn around the Timberwolves, you know. <laughs> right. uh, and or it's just like, him, like you feel like that panic. Yeah, of, like, like I'm, I'm a winner, and I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna bring a winning attitude to this, and so and like yeah. I want to be the leader of this team and all that stuff, and it's like that's all great, but just like slow down and let yeah. it happen. It's like when uh, your ex gets bangs. <laughs> that's, that's the exact analogy trying to, fix a, trying to fix all the problems You can't fix it with just them bangs man right. Do something else right. We have communication issues yeah. that, The hair doesn't even matter yeah. The hair is fine uh, so yeah, it's, it's truly if we can keep those core together Because like the Steph Marbury KG thing Was another like I remember thinking, like, we drafted Ray Allen and traded him for Steph on draft night. And then the Celtics built a championship team around Ray Allen and KG. And then just, like, um, Paul Pierce, one more guy who's a great guy. But it's like, if you can keep two or three dudes together and just hopefully all the new money in the NBA will help that happen for the Timberwolves. Definitely. You're definitely – the new CBA helps you guys. All small market teams. Big time. Yeah. Because – like, yeah, Carl Anthony Towns is going to sign, like, a $300 million contract. Right, with you. for, like, seven years or something. Yeah. And NBA is, like, the, the the true manifestation of, like, where you play does not matter anymore. Right. Because, like, the Knicks are a dumpster fire. Right. Yeah, it's a yeah. world game, and, yeah. Uh, yeah, hopefully, if we can – I'm all for, like, as much as I, I do think, like, Levine, to me, now has more upside than Wiggins, and Wiggins, I think, is closer to what he'll maybe always be. But also, I could be completely wrong. So I'm fine with just keeping those three young guys together – for as long as you possibly can. Yeah. It's, there's no downside to keeping that core together. Yeah. But. It's also hard to remember that they're all... 21. 20 fucking one. Yeah. Like, uh, like it's 21 like, Savage. Like, yeah. younger than, like, like people that, like, I, like you'd, like, like, teach, like, improv to, and you're yeah. like, you're, well, you're a child, so yeah. this, and this person makes millions of dollars and is, right. like, four years younger than you. Or anything that you did when you were 21 to that you do it now, even if it's, like, smoking pot or something. Like, how much better are you at now? <laughs> you know, like... Uh, Pretty damn good. Right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Strolls in 30 minutes late. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good, baby. <laughs> I do what I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you imagine being an improv teacher and then, like, Fucking Zach Levine is your student. Yeah, just a fucking multimillionaire, and you're making you know five hundred dollars. Maybe that's what yeah. you can contribute to the Timberwolves. Is you could yeah. offer Improv like class. so. Yeah, they, uh, they would try. I'm sure they would, uh, that front office. I think would try anything. I like, bet they would be down. <laughs> yeah, you know like, what the well, team needs. If I could just convince them, you know what yeah. the team needs. Just like uh, more space work. And yeah. <laughs> if this yeah. is true, what else is true? Uh, basketball <laughs> when it's played well is like jazz. And you know what jazz is? <laughs> right. It's really improvisational. <laughs> nice. I do improv comedy. <laughs> yeah. Ergo, <laughs> I know we're supposed you're playing the game, but let's find the new game. Right. right. Here's a question. I I know you have hope in your heart, mm-hmm. but how will this team eventually be blown up? Uh, <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, I would assume just like bad contracts. Like yeah. that's kind of the way we always mess it up. It's like our front office. I don't think is that good. And I think when you're a small market team, you don't have to have a very good uh, front office, which kind of screws you over because it's like, like the Twins or the Vikings or you know Timberwolves. They'll always make money, you know, because there's not that much to compete with, and there's nice, good people <laughs> go see the games no matter what. Uh, so whereas people that have it figured out, and I think now it seems like they have actual smart basketball people in the room and stuff. Because um, for a while it was just like, oh, Kevin McHale was a great Minnesota player. You know, we'd be like, oh, you're a great coach, coach. He's like, I don't want to coach. And we'd be like, but you're good at that. Nah, I'd ra-. that's always a sign that you're not going to be yeah, good. Yeah, I, I, I might have CTE. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I played in an era where I took a lot of elbows to the head. Right, yeah, yeah. A little crazy. <laughs> that, that was his interview. I don't really like <laughs> uh, be the GM then. Um, uh, 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 yeah. So I th- I, my guess is they'll because what we need to do to really compete is like. And what I hope is if the core three wins enough games and shows enough improvement, then good veteran bench guys who can actually contribute will join the team. Yeah. Uh, like right now we have like Cole Aldrich and Brandon Rush and guys who like have started playing good in the last few games, but that's not, you know, a playoff bench probably. But also uh, like you're, you're right because the difference is like you put those guys around like LeBron right. and Kyrie and it's just like the – when, when your talent gets better, it's going to make all those other people pop so much more. Yeah, like Utah is a good example that we've played them a few times in pretty games. But it's like off their bench is like uh, Joe Johnson, who's like you know past mm-hmm. what he was he was, but he can definitely put up twenty in a game sometimes. Ingles. Yeah, uh, Boris Di I think is on that team. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's like that bench compared to our bench to me feels like the difference. And so we'll, I think I will probably mess it up as we'll overpay for some vets who will get injured or something, and we'll sit in so much money, and we won't want to release them to or trade them because we're stuck with their assets and so alan anderson we'll just do it. yeah you, That's what it's exactly. be, yeah. yeah yeah so we'll just sit were you that. happy with the love trade when it happened um i was yeah because at that again this was like when i wasn't really watching the team for like three or four years at that point and it just felt like we had to do something uh and then um because minnesota never wins anything uh when a good trade actually works out for us we're like the, the person we're trading also goes on a good team that's fun for me <laughs> as a Minnesotan <laughs> like I have a, a Kevin Garnett Celtics jersey uh, just because it's like yay one of us won something you know like uh, so I was all for him going to the going to the Cavs and then we picked up that stockpile of picks which which seemed like it was great for us and uh, so yeah I had no no problem with that uh, I know a lot of people did at the time his last couple of years felt contentious in Timberwolves uh, I wasn't really in Minneapolis either so I didn't really feel that but um, yeah, I was all for it. I liked him when he was playing for us. I'm I'm glad that he's doing good. Just like how Kevin Garnett mm-hmm. left Minnesota, found mm-hmm. success. Kevin Love left Minnesota, found success. You left Minnesota. I haven't found success yet. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you've been in... I, I wanted to actually ask you about commercial work because you've okay. been in like fucking like McDonald's commercials, yeah, Verizon, been, been, like yeah. huge brands. Yeah. Uh, what's it like being like a working commercial actor? Um, what is it like? It, it's like a one day uh, every six months type job, you know? <laughs> I mean, as far as like actually being on a set doing a commercial, it's just a lot of going to auditions and um, hoping you land one. And then when you do, it's like, it's, it's like everything that I think my, my family that's excited about in Minnesota is like, is the easiest thing that I feel like it doesn't even show up in my radar of my life. Does that make sense? Like, cause it's, I'm truly like the subway spot that I shot that ran forever, um, was like three hours of my life. 
you know, you just show up and shoot this thing quickly and, and left. Um, and now you're forever linked to Jared. <laughs> not forever. People always people meet, always think we're hanging out. People something. always just like grab their children. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The I assume it's because of my Subway commercial. Uh, I don't know. It could be something else. Um, uh, but yeah, so it's uh, but it's fun. Like I, my first ever one that I did was. I also, I've got lucky. Like most of the ones that I get are nationals, which are kind of cool. And then I'm like a midwestern guy i think is my type or dumb guy probably for commercial <laughs> work uh so it's always during sporting events for the most part which is kind of fun for that like during football season stuff my own runs but my first one was with um clay matthews of the packers who i hate uh, <laughs> i mean he was a nice enough dude but um but it was like a, a pack or that's like packers is the one team that i can't stand did you were you able to be like – like was there like any part of you that showed any bit of animosity to him at any point? I made jokes like to other people, not to him or anyone near him about like um, if I like broke his leg. Great joke. my team. It more like a threat than a – That's why I didn't say it to him. That's why I didn't say it to him. I'm going to break that motherfucker's leg when he's not looking. Sweet joke, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I must have said it in a joke enough manner that they didn't fire me, so – yeah, it was uh Is, are there like brand representatives there that are like you like you need to really love McDonald's if you're going to do this commercial or whatever. Yeah, most good directors are good at like uh, getting the information from them and then and and they're in most good like um you know first ACs or whatever are good at like setting up the um the reps for the ad agency and the reps for like the client and stuff like far away from set. So we can't hear what they're saying. That's smart. Yeah, I've been on some bad shoots where they don't like. You can hear the stuff the client's saying, and they're usually positive because they're like in that thing of like, every, like, oh my god, this is so great. Like they've convinced themselves over months and months of meeting like this commercial <laughs> is going to be like you know the greatest work of art that's ever happened. And, like, it's like turn around, around, around the frame. Yeah, it's gratifying for everyone. Yeah. yeah, they're just like all like on those fumes. So like, oh, you got it's like oh wow, you know, like <laughs> you're amazing. Um, uh, so it's usually all it's usually all very positive stuff. But Subway was the first one that I had to, and I'm sh- sure it's because of the whole Jared thing where I had to do like a background check and they had to like <laughs> uh, like make sure like oh so this was post yeah post Jared America yeah and, wow shit but I was surprised was it there was not dark more? on that set was was there just like a <laughs> Power of like grieving. No, they, they shot like they shot like fifteen things in a week, and then like cut them up throughout the whole year. They were busy, um, but it is weird that there's not more of that to me. Sometimes, like, well, I'll book a commercial, and I'll I'll be like, you don't want to ask? Like, I'm gonna be the Domino's guy for like uh, a year or something. You you don't you're not worried that I don't do something <laughs> fucked up? Like, I almost <laughs> think it's weird that they check on me less. I maybe it's just like no one cares, and no one will remember. Does anyone like ever <laughs> ask you like, do you fuck kids? Like that that ever come <laughs> no, up? No, yeah, no. I mean, and I would answer honestly if they asked. Did but. they <laughs> did they cater with Subway at the Subway? No, shoot? I've never. No. What was the nicest food you saw on a commercial shoot? Oh, Great question. I, oh, it's all. I mean, to me, I don't cook very much, so to me, it's all the nicest. Food. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like it's uh, it's definitely good enough that it's like you take a to go box. Uh, oh, you, know, you must. Yeah. yeah. There was one. I shot a, a Fruit of Loom one, and we shot it like in Skid Row. Like it was like, like again, they were shooting like twelve spots in a week, and then they were gonna spread them out throughout the year, and we were shooting like on Skid Row, uh, and ev- like we'd have the greatest food, and it was just like surrounded by just like all this straight like, up despair, yeah, despair, homelessness, sadness, you know, drugs, everything, and it felt so fucking weird to like walk through there with like a plate of like a prime rib, and then some fish, and then some chicken, <laughs> and then uh, you know. 
and so we everyone's just like, what the fuck do we do? You know, this this is the saddest thing. On a side note, uh, Skid Row, pretty good place for a Fruit of a Loom shoot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll no. Just leave that there. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Very true. All right, should we should we bring back the ball for a second? Little ball, sure. Yeah. I got I got one question. I got oh, yeah. one my one final. Besides, I mean, Dream Five is always my favorite thing. But um, who do you miss the most besides Kevin Garnett? Okay. Obviously, Garnett is one A. 1A, yeah, but like, who's one B? Oh man, uh, yeah. I was trying to think of like who the great Timberwolves were, and there's not a lot of them. So to me, it's more like guys whose game I liked, like. Uh, T Hud, Troy Hudson was a guy uh, that we had who was, and he was also a rapper in Minneapolis, which was kind of funny. He was like trying to. He's uh, already my number one. <laughs> uh, but he like had a game that I liked. He would like shoot threes and he would um, uh, kind of play like a, a fun style. Um, I didn't get into like Zerbiak a ton. Of course, I liked when we had him. And Ooh, our other, world. other greats were like Latrell and C- Sam Cassell, who were kind of more journeymen who found their way on a team to compete. So Is Zerbiak um, a color guy for you guys now? He's not for us. No, oh. I think he does the Knicks or something. He's a studio guy for some studio team yeah, that, he, for that he played for yeah. like a second. I yeah. see him sometime on NBA He's League from Pass. from Ohio. He went to Miami of Ohio. Yeah. Him and Ben Roethlisberger. That's right. Yeah. Mm. Were they friends? Good company. <laughs> Goddamn rescue rangers right there. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I'm gonna settle. I'm gonna take. Uh, I'm gonna take T. Hud for right now. Troy Hudson. Although there's probably someone I'm forgetting that I can't think of. I was gonna go. Terrell Brandon's been on my mind. Since oh I my god! Yeah. Yeah, now yeah. you're talking. Yeah. Did he? Was he with the Wolves for yeah, a minute? He was. Yeah. He was with the Wolves. He was with your lovely Cavies. Oh, yeah, uh, was, was he? My... On, was that him on that team when you guys lost that West Final? Uh, yeah, I think he might have been out of there, but that was 2004. I think he might have been out of there by then. Maybe not though, because I, th- I think that point guard was Sam Cassell. But he might have been on your. He might have been on your Cassell was maybe, definitely involved, like, right? But maybe he was the one coming off the bench, and maybe it was. Yeah, it could have yeah. been because yeah, we had him at the end, like when his knees weren't really working all that well. But I'm I'm looking at Mike. Yeah, crack the stats. I'm gonna look it up. 2000, <laughs> 2004 roster. Yeah. Um, I had a Terrell Brandon jersey in my favorite Cavs look, which is when they were just black, blue, and white with, like, lightning stripes. Yeah, that light blue mm-hmm. wave. Yeah. Very that. Cavalier. That oh, was, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's a classic. Right. Yeah, I have a – also a, still in my room hanging up in uh, Cleveland. I have a Bobby Phil's – Bobby Phil's Terrell Brandon poster. <laughs> Your childhood bedroom is, like, untouched? Uh, no, it's not untouched, but like, cause actually my sister moved into it when I left, but like posters still stayed up. Like she didn't move anything out. She's like, thing. sister's a lazy fuck. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Uh, yeah. You want to say it to her face, Mike? Say it to her face. She's a, she's I'm a, sorry. I'm so sorry. She's a, she's a school teacher in Chicago. <laughs> You're doing good work. Yeah, all right. Uh, get thing. some new posters. Yeah, it was it just was... like all this stuff just like stayed there. Cause like. There was so much shit, and she liked my room more. So yeah. now, like, and I don't even. She still sleeps when we all like are back there. I have some Scottie Pippen and Ricky Henderson posters still hanging up, and they've redone the room. But the posters, yeah, they the stay. Let's stay yeah. yeah, I have like the Michael Jordan Sports Illustrated for kids, like last shot yeah. poster when we thought he was retiring mm-hmm. again before he went to the Wizards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's funny how that stuff stays up. Yeah. There's not a lot of Michael Jordan Wizards posters, probably. Yeah, no, we kind of we don't really fuck with that. I mean, I, <laughs> you, you, uh, are you seem very disparaging yeah, as a Wizards fan yeah, for your time with Michael Jordan. Yeah, it was. I mean, because it was supposed to be like, you know, we're going to turn around the fucking franchise. Right. It was like, oh my god, he's going to hit one fadeaway, yeah. and everything will be right. And right. he hit many, and it didn't help. No, yeah. he was 
low key good for you guys. He's yeah. all right. Yeah. He scored fifty points. He averaged twenty Lakers. as an old ass man. Yeah. yeah. So you know it was pretty good. Yeah. But it was a more it was more of a tour for the other stadiums, right? Like it's more like the, that whole yeah. Wizards Jordan was more coming to Minnesota once a year. It really was. Even once a year, like him selling out everywhere he traveled, and that felt like more of the like. Yeah. Yeah. Him as a player, loved it. I'll mm-hmm. never forgive the GM, though. Right. He was not a good GM. Yeah. And he was like, it's like you draft a guy and then you're mean to the nigga every day right. in practice. Yeah. Not just what mean, the like, fuck? like, like you destroy him emotionally. Yeah. yeah. It's like logic. And now yeah. it's his fault because yeah. he's a softie right. and you just called him a bitch for eight months? Yeah. General manager? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not good. What did you the, expect? It's Michael Jordan. Yeah. yeah. That's exact. Whatever. Look, yeah. uh, just real quick. Terrell Brandon wasn't on that. It was Troy yeah. Hudson. Uh, okay, so cool. we'll give Troy He's Hudson the nod. Great. Terrell Brandon, get out of my house. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. We've we've hit the uh, like half hour mark. Should we wrap it up? You want to do a quick dream five? Oh, yeah. We were thinking uh, dream dream starting five. Uh, Australian dual, edition. Dual citizen of Australia. <laughs> oh, my God. Dream starting five Australian players. Ooh, wow. We only got one point guard, so yeah, you know that is. Yeah, I'll take <laughs> Oh, shit. Got, that's the thing. Low-key... Kyrie, uh, like you, yeah, dual born in Australia. Australia. Really? Yeah. Well, then, damn, I'll take that. I had no idea that. Yeah, dude. And then blew my mind. I'm a, I'm gonna go with a real big lineup, and I'll put uh, Bogut, sure, and Ooh. Luke Longley. Oh wow, oh, oh, ugliest player of all time. We're both playing four and a half. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna. It's gonna be a slow offense. I'm gonna ma- mainly let Kyrie uh, do everything. Oh, and then uh, uh, who? Uh, who wasn't there recently? Ben Simmons. No, who's the yeah. ben, ben Simmons? Simmons. Ben Simmons. Yeah. I need something for the future, so I'll put him on there. This is a really tall team. Uh, yeah, I love it he, he'll be like my three. I guess I need a two or something. Uh, yeah. uh, boy, you're missing a great one. Oh no! Do you want, do you want a hint? I'd love a hint. Yeah, Matthew uh, the Spurs. Matthew. Uh, oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, Mills. No, Patty Mills. Patty Mills. Mills. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I, yeah. Kyrie yeah. and Mills is fine. That's yeah. a good. Kyrie and Mills is a good backcourt. Yeah. yeah. You just got two point guards and three centers. Yeah. <laughs> that kind of works though, because Kyrie, like, if he could be actually like when he has someone who can let him run around a little yeah, bit. Because Patty is like, I think he's he's versatile. He plays shooting guard a lot. Uh, but he also can run an offense, yeah. so, and so he could be the passer. Kyrie could pretend to be the point guard, but just shoot every time he touches the yeah. ball. I watched yeah. him bury us about a month ago. Patty Mills. Yeah, great shooter. There was an old great, I think his name might be Shane Heal. I think he was a Timberwolf for a while. He was like one of the first Australians who was a great three-pointer, who's huge. He's like one of those guys who's been playing in Australia for years and years and years. So I might put him, I'll let him coach the team or something. Sure. Because <laughs> I'm not, even, six, you I'm not even sure if I have his name right, but I think it's Shane Hill. Uh, uh, but yeah, it is interesting from when I went there. I went to school there a little bit in third grade, how like you couldn't find a hoop anywhere. It was like netball was, and that's like the women's equivalent of basketball. But, and then since I've gone there now, there's like hoops in all the parks. Everywhere. Like no one's playing on them, but like, <laughs> but they, but have, they them. have them. Yeah. I, I had a friend from Australia and to me that when he came here and the thing he was most surprised by was you could just like show up to a park in a game and jump in a game he's like what do you mean like don't we have to like figure Plan out a time it? and like <laughs> i'm like no like, yeah. like you don't even need to bring a basketball you can just go to the park and someone will be playing and you can get in a run and keep that shoes in the trunk that blew his mind so i think once they get to that then they'll, they'll keep, keep coming over yeah uh thon maker also dual citizen really? of australia what the fuck mm-hmm. it? yeah what? How? What? he's a sudanese uh refugee that went to oh, australia yeah. yeah nobody's actually in the sudan anymore <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. i have to tell my mom this every time she's like you should play for the uh, australian olympic team <laughs> <laughs> i'm like well there's a lot of them uh, that are playing in the nba mom so yeah. uh, it's a low bar yeah 
yeah for a while she's like why not just do that this was such a like real thing she thought of for me <laughs> i was like i didn't even play varsity in high school Aww, that's so sweet it's nice that she believes in your ability so much and thinks so little of australia's yeah, yeah, basketball yeah, exactly <laughs> Like, does your mom know what basketball is? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> she 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 does. I've given a terrible impression of my mom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, like unless you're like in the NBA, like it's right. a far jump to be like, I know you haven't played, right? <laughs> since yeah, yeah, high school, but right, you should be on the Olympic team. I heard Australia has a team. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. no, she. I remember she moved here in like her first year, and the Vikings went to the Super Bowl and lost, and she was like, oh, I'm done. They broke my heart and just never became a fan again. Nice. Really smart. She made the right move. Yeah, I know. That's the thing. In retrospect, I was like, damn, was she smart. I wish I had done that. Uh, so, yeah, she keeps a distance from the from the sports. From the sports. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Right, sports. Jamel, we're going to wrap it up. You got anything you want to plug? Uh, broccolihouse.com. Nonprofit comic on Twitter. That's it. Peter? Uh, at Danger Moses. That's it. I'm at Benner. B-E-N-N-E-R. What about? Oh, Casey? You, you, did, you did that promotion. In oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We, 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 oh, my we, gosh. Throw it in the middle. Shout out to Dante Chang at uh, Flashback <laughs> over on Melrose, uh, the, the corner of Curson and Melrose. <laughs> if you pass Stanley, you win a little too far. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah if you pass problem. the Urban Outfitters, turn around. Turn around. Yeah, but they're a fine purveyor of athletic gear, including these sweet pool hats. That, if you that need that a Jamel's pool rocking. party bucket hat, if you need an Indiana Pacers pool party bucket hat, I am the plug. <laughs> All right. That's great. Casey, thank you for, Thanks for remembering uh, <laughs> that, was, that we have a sponsor. Our, yeah. our commitment no to our sponsor. I thought we was going to do some stamps.com shit <laughs> in the middle. Do it in post. <laughs> My bad, Dante. But uh, you got anything you want to plug? Any shows coming up? Any? any? Uh, I, I do a show every Friday at 11 at UCB Franklin called uh, JV Presents Throwback Friday. And then um, I do a couple others at UCB Sunset. One's uh, Sketch Showdown and one is uh, This Show Is Not Funny. And those are once a month. Now, was uh, that show funny? <laughs> it, it often is. Yeah, it actually oh. often is. Uh, uh, but <laughs> cool, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Great. <laughs> no, yeah, the, the, yeah it's, a, we, it's an improv show where we don't try to be funny. We just try to be real, and then that tends to be funny is kind of the point of it. Uh, it's a fun one. Uh, and uh, if you put my name into uh, internet stuff, it'll come up. Casey Face, C-A-S-E-Y-F-E-I-G-H, Twitter and Instagram and I guess not Instagram. I mean, it is, but <laughs> I, don't know. I don't need to promote my Instagram. Yeah. Uh, great. That's it. All right. Follow us at Airbuds Pod. Uh, like and subscribe on iTunes. Yeah. Give us a review. Uh, do whatever you want with your life. Uh, we love you. Goodbye. Goodbye. Peace. Some cars are comfy on the inside, but don't have power on the outside. And some cars have the horsepower, but none of the comfort. I used to think there weren't any cars that were the total package. But that all changed when I got my Honda SUV. It's rugged and sophisticated. And right now, Honda has deals on the entire Honda SUV lineup. CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, you name it. So if you're looking for a car that's the total package, the only place you'll find it is at your local Honda dealer. Hurry before they're all gone.